Welcome to episode 81 of the Organic Honey Podcast. I am your host, M.T. Stevenson. This episode is called, I Don't Get It, Worldly Wealth. Brothers and sisters, thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another Sip and Chat. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to hear from you. And if you're not so new to the podcast, welcome back. I'm so happy to hear from you. Brothers and sisters, we are in our third installment of the I Don't Get It series, and it is also episode 81. I can't believe how far we have come together, brothers and sisters. 81 is a special number to me because that's the year I was born. But enough about my business. Today, we are talking about the I Don't Get It worldly wealth. And what do I mean by worldly wealth? I mean cash, money, dollars, dineros. Brands, bands, and everything in between. We are talking about money, currency, and the obsession that people have with worldly wealth. Sometimes we call it creating generational wealth. Sometimes we are creating as savings. And sometimes we're just creating it as currency. But we need money. There is no doubt about that. In order to function in this world... We need money, but then there's obsession with money or worldly wealth. And there is a difference between worldly wealth and actual wealth. And we're going to discuss that today. At least I want to hope you do too. So brothers and sisters, grab your tea mugs and your coffee mugs. It is time for a good old fashioned sip and chat. Money does make the world go around. So it says, well, I'm not sure about the world because the earth sits on its axis and axis rotates and well, let's not get too technical about it. You guys know what I mean. Money makes the world go round and they say that money is the root of all evil. Well, I beg to differ. The world says that money is the root of all evil, but it can't be because money ultimately comes from trees and who created trees? God. So it can't be evil, but the love of money is indeed evil the bible tells us that and i believe that is absolutely true but why is money considered so evil or the love of it considered so evil i think that people have a misconception of what worldly wealth is and i think there's a misconception as to what money is used for some people say that money is energy now i'm not sure about that because to me they're just dead presidents on their trees but Money itself is just currency. Is is things a thing, a noun that we use to trade it in for goods. That's it and that's all. But when it comes to worldly wealth, I mean getting rich, or as fifty cent will say, get rich or die trying, I think that people have a misconception of money in itself. I think the obsession with money comes from what people believe that money can do people think that money can eliminate all of your problems that's not true actually according to rapper notorious big who is no longer with us more money creates more problems and i believe that to be true because it can't eliminate the stress of paying bills or knowing where your next dollar is coming from or helping those in need. It can lessen that stress, but for each thing that it lessens, it also heightens the insecurities. It also heightens people's obsession with taking whatever you have. 
and it creates more problems. And, well, that's what that is, brothers and sisters. People also believe that money lessens stress in your life. Now, I'm not sure about that one either, brothers and sisters, because let me tell you, tax time is not exactly my favorite time. Now, I am not worldly rich by any stress of the imagination, but I do have a few accounts and I do have income. And when tax time comes, I'm stressed out. Even though I pay my taxes and I do the best that I can, it's still stressful for to me. I mean, to look at all of your accounts, to allocate where your money is going from, and then fill out all of these papers in line B and line A if it's congruent to line C, and then carry the two and divide it by three. And oh my goodness, that sounds like stress to me. So... Having money, does that lessen the stress? No, because that means that now you got more forms to fill at tax time. And, well, there are some people who are worldly rich that don't pay taxes at all, but that is a horse of another color. But it does seem kind of stressful to me. Even when you do have a lot of money, you have a lot of people to pay, a lot of people to answer to, and no time to do it all. So that sounds like stress to me. So I'm not sure if money lessens the stress. People also believe that money eliminates worries. Oh, well, I'm not sure about that one either, brothers and sisters, because it seems like people worry more when they have more money because you're worried if you get this stuff done on time. You worry if everyone gets their paychecks on time. You worry about who's watching you, and now you're paranoid thinking that you may get hurt, harmed, or worse. Do that sound like eliminated worries to me? No, and especially if you have children and you have money, you're worried about how you're going to get these people into college. You're worried how you're going to get these medical bills paid off for these fabulous people that you created that are driving you insane at this point. And yeah, do money eliminate those worries? Absolutely not. You're still going to worry about your health. You're still going to worry about your safety. You're still going to worry about your self-being. You're still going to worry about your family. So it sounds like more worries to me, you know, People who have a whole lot less money have a lot less stresses and worries because they know they don't have it, so there's no need for them to worry about it. I think we could take a note from some of those people. I believe so. How about you? Hmm. But more importantly, having worldly wealth means that you have infinite amount to obtain lots of materialistic crap. So yes, if you have a lot of money, yes, you can... Go on the fanciest shopping sprees. You can go to any country, live it up in the land of gold, buy things that's shiny and go bleep bleep, adorn your body, change your new body. Some people change their faces, change your locations. You could do a lot of external materialistic change when it comes to money. But will that fix the soul? Hmm. Yeah. Worldly wealth, brothers and sisters. So... People think that it eliminates problems and lessens stress, eliminates worries, and you're able to buy mass amounts of materialistic things. Oh, and some of those things may be true, but it doesn't sound true to me. Does it sound true to you? Sound bogus to me. Sounds like a raw deal. But worldly wealth. Let me tell you what worldly wealth actually do. Well, for worldly wealth, we should not be obsessed with trying to obtain more than what we already have because... Let's face it, brothers and sisters, money is fleeting. It's fickle and it's fleeting. The minute it goes in the palm of your hands, it loses all value. It's just like a car. Have any of you ever bought a car right off the lot and the minute you drive it off the lot, it is no longer worth the money that you put into it? 
So let's say you buy a luxury vehicle for $50,000. The minute you drive it off the lot, it's decreased in its value. And then you have to look into that big blue book to see what it's actually worth now that you drove it for one mile. And it's a fraction of what you paid for it. The same thing with money. That's because materialistic things are obtained with money. So money loses its value. Brothers and sisters, how many of you have ever heard your grandparents say, when I was a kid, I could buy a big thing of fudge for a nickel? Try buying a candy bar now. Candy bars are almost $2. The same candy bar that I would buy for 50 cents when I was a kid is now $2. Because money doesn't mean as much anymore. It's not as valuable as it once was. Thanks to worldly inflation and cost and whatnot, it's just not as valuable anymore. A dollar do not mean a dollar these days. A rand does not mean a rand these days. A talent does not mean a talent these days. It's crazy. And yet we're so obsessed. And the thing is, as long as time and people are on the earth, they're going to always move the goalpost on value. So you're never going to catch up. This is why they say there is no such thing as having enough money. Because the goalpost is always moved. Money. Worldly wealth, it eliminates freedom. Freedom is a state of mind, and freedom has always been free. But the minute that you get money, now you're paranoid because you're worried about who is trying to take it away from you. So you stay up at night, you're buying all kind of technological excuse me, security systems. Some of you who are really so-called well-off are buying people. To secure you as in bodyguards and things. That's what celebrities do. Celebrities usually have to pay for what we take for granted. And what we have that most celebrities don't is freedom. I can go to the store and go to Target and worry about nobody bothering me. But an actual celebrity or someone that has mass wealth cannot do that. They have to have a bodyguard. They have to have someone looking in and then you need someone to check that bodyguard and that bodyguard to check that bodyguard and then you have to have an accountant and then you have to have all these people to look and make sure that you are safe at all times. Sound like a gilded cage to me. I mean that don't sound like freedom to me. I mean Poe Cardi B could never go to Target. Poor Beyonce could never just walk into Walmart without having to pay to shut the whole store down. That don't sound like freedom to me. That sounds like a decorated jail cell. And you know what? I'm good over here. So that's what money actually does. Money, worldly wealth that is, it keeps us all oppressed. And that's because when we see someone that has a little bit more than we do, we are not grateful for the things that we have anymore. We're looking at what someone else has. And then we judge and measure our lives according to what they have. So now we're all oppressed and depressed because we don't have what they have. Well, what do they have? Okay, so they have a few extra dollars in the bank. So yes, they have a few more means to travel the world and do all of that and have big fun. But the world isn't going anywhere. You have plenty of time to do it. And yes, it is true. I am not what you call worldly wealthy, not by any stretch of the imagination. But as a middle class worker, be so to speak part of the fun of living life is getting there because the glory is in the process is not in the actual so what do i mean when you work a job 
and you've taken care of your family, you've taken care of your responsibilities to the best of your ability, and you are able to save for that cruise or save for that trip, it means more. And let's face it, you have way more fun because you knew how much it took you to save and to go without certain things in order to have that memory that will last a lifetime. Well, if you have a whole lot of money, all of that is at the palm of your hands and it could get trite and dignity and boring. I mean, if I can say, if I was rich and go, oh, let's see what country I want to go to today and let's just get in our jet and go. I would think that that would get boring after a while because you know it's there, you know you always have the means and then there's nothing to aspire to see. It's nothing to wish for. And then for those who are worldly wealthy, they can say, oh yeah, I've been there, done that, that was fun. I've been there, done that, that was fun. How many times can you create the same memory? You can only create a memory once and that's what money does it keeps us oppressed because we're unable to create memories i know that seems like a stretch but true hmm. what else is worldly wealth well worldly wealth keeps us completely ignorant because brothers and sisters let's face it we don't know what wealth is we have no clue we think that if you have a bunch of dollars in the bank and that your Chase account, it says this and you're able to go to the store with this or that or that credit and your FICO is this and that, then that is actually wealth. And that's sad if we think that's what wealth is. And what is true wealth? I'm going to tell you at the end, so you just have to keep listening. But worldly wealth is what social media tells you, is what your family tells you, is what your friends tell you, is what your eyes want to see and your brain wants to think. That's what worldly wealth is. But actual wealth is a horse of another color. Which brings me to another point. That worldly wealth keeps you sinful and selfish. It does because we, brothers and sisters, would do anything just to get ahead. Even those who are not worldly wealthy. How many of us are paying one credit card with another credit card just to keep it all afloat? How many of us are taking money out of the kids' funds just to make sure that the rent and the mortgage is handled on time? It's sinful to do all of that, especially when God always provides for you. I'm sure God is sitting there going, are you ready? Are you finished running around like a chicken with your head cut off? Because I'm here and I love you and I provide all your needs. But you want to do it yourself because you want to rob Peter to pay Paul. You want to balance here and balance there. You want to take it from here and take it from there. And then we're just obsessed with doing so. So we think, oh, if I get more, if I get more, I can get two jobs. I can get five jobs. I can get 10 jobs. I can get side hustles. I can create generational wealth. Then I won't have these issues. Wrong. Selfish. Also, I believe, and this is just my opinion, brothers and sisters, that no one should be a millionaire or a billionaire because it's selfish to hoard money. The only way that you are ever going to be a millionaire or a billionaire consistently is if you are keeping money from yourself and not giving it to others that's just it and i know it's like well why is it my responsibility to give to others because we are servants of the lord we are servants we are here to help out one another in every way but loose we are here to help one another even if you have created a mass fortune teach someone how to do it too and invest in them and then pay it for it and that's how we become a better world not hoarding all the money to yourself so you can be self-loathing and brag about it to people who really do not matter 
Do that make sense? No, it doesn't. And I know I'm sure at this point, a lot of you are thinking, well, you're speaking this way, MT, because you're not worldly rich. And maybe that's true and maybe that's not. But I have a lot of time to thought about what I would do if I ever had that. Have any of you ever done that? Ooh, if I was to win the lottery, what exactly would I do? And I can honestly say, MT, me, Michelle, would actually give away more than I would keep. Because, well, here's my final point. It's worthless where it matters. That's right, brothers and sisters. Money is worthless where it matters. Yes, we needed to live. Yes, we needed to survive. Yes, we need it in this world. Money makes the world go round. Blah, blah, blah. But in the kingdom of heaven with God, money means absolutely nothing. Do you know what means a currency to the Lord? Believing in him, having faith in him, the fruit of the spirit, being generous, kind, patient, and so on and so forth. You all could look at your book of Galatians for that. Believe is chapter 5 verses 21 and 22. If memory serves me correctly. If it doesn't, well, let me know brothers and sisters. I'm here. But the fruit of the spirit is what matters. And that is currency in the kingdom of heaven. The Bible also said that it is easier for a man to go through the needle or is it the, no, it's easier for a camel to go through the needle, the hole of a needle, or something to that effect, than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. Well, y'all know what I mean. I know your brothers and sisters are believers. So, get me together, would you? Let me know how that scripture goes. But they said it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. And that's because a rich man is obsessed with hoarding money is obsessed with keeping everything for themselves and not sharing it with other people and that is sad it keeps us sinful it keeps us selfish and it's worthless when we all go we have to give an account of everything that we have said and done right here on earth god is checking for that heart he is checking for that mind he is checking for that body he is checking for that soul he ultimately taking for that heart and see what it's doing so all of your riches all of your worldly goods all of your diamonds furs cars houses mansions and whatnot does not matter have you ever seen a u-haul behind a hearse no why because it doesn't matter you can't take none of that with you anyway and i know a lot of us are worried about creating generational wealth but you know what i don't think that that's a fallacy I truly do because people who are generally wealthy that way, they teach their children how to obtain their own wealth. They don't necessarily give it to their loved ones or their children so that they won't have to worry. They teach them how to make it for themselves, which in fact is hoarding money and that is indeed a sin. I believe that Bill Gates, one of the richest men in the world fiscally, said himself that he has no intention of giving his children any of that money or very little. He intends to give all of his money to charity instead. Well, if he's giving to charity, that is good. If he's not giving to those children, then what was the point of creating the generational wealth? Instead, he wants his children to learn how to make it on their own, which 
it's sort of a backhanded compliment. I want to give it to those who's nest needy, good, but I don't want you to have it even though you are the fruit of my loins, bad. So what's real? What's not? Is that fair? Is it unfair? I'm not a parent. I don't know. But either way, that sounds like a raw deal to me. Either way, it sounds like let me hoard money and then I decide where it goes and who is more deserving. And we, brothers and sisters, do not have the right to say who is deserving and who is not. You just give. You just give. That's what you do. You give. It's going to come back to you. And that's not the reason why we should give. We should give because God gave to us. He gave the ultimate sacrifice for us. So we can't come off of a dollar to help our fellow man. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah. Worldly wealth. Sounds like a raw deal to me. But what is wealth? I said before, brothers and sisters, that there is a difference between worldly wealth and actual wealth. Worldly wealth is money. Worldly wealth is possessions. Worldly wealth is idol worship. Worldly wealth is things that people or man will deem as valuable. Actual wealth is God. That is spiritual wealth. That is mental wealth. And ultimately, health. If you are not healthy in the mind or the body, you have absolutely nothing because let's say that your body is breaking down. God forbid you have cancer or you have ailments or you have broken bones. That money is not going to heal any of that. Western medicine may or may not heal any of that. Eastern medicine may or may not heal any of that, but God absolutely can. Now, what our job is to do is to make sure that we be as healthy as possible. We eat right. We exercise. We get close to God. We pray. We meditate. Because we're going to need God to get us anywhere. Especially in the kingdom of heaven. And that is true wealth. True wealth comes from within. Because it was supplied by God. True wealth was battery operated by Lord Jesus himself. The Messianic king that's where true wealth comes from it comes from that heart flow it comes from that mind flow it comes from that cleansed soul that's where true wealth comes from if you gave your life to christ that's where you will find infinite wealth in which that eliminates worries that eliminates fear that eliminates degradation within you and that is true wealth not those diamonds, not those shoes, not the Balenciagas, not all of that other stuff. That stuff is just that stuff. And that stuff is just a staple or a vehicle or a badge to say, hey, someone else is rich and they were dumb enough for you to give them their money. That's what that is. But wealth, wealth comes from within the soul. Clear that soul, you'll get wealthy. Clear that mind, you'll get wealthy. Get healthy, get wealthy. Because true wealth is being able to live in the world without stress, with very limited, jaded beliefs of what other people think wealth is. I think God is the only one that can put his finger on wealth. And you know why? Because God knows what that is. Anytime 
where you are so loving and so forgiving in which you can live in the kingdom of heaven which everything is paved in gold and put on human skin and come down and say you know what i'll take the gully of the basement that's wealth because it's not important and i think we lost sight of that brothers and sisters materialistic worldly wealth means absolutely nothing with god and for those of you who aren't believers it's not going to mean anything to you either if you are depressed if you are lonely if you are sad money is not going to erase any of that it's only going to heighten that feeling and it's going to make you feel worse and now you have to pay to make yourself feel better which you cannot do so worldly wealth why the obsession because man said it was actual wealth should be an obsession because that's what god said it is so brothers and sisters thank you all so much for tuning in on yet another episode this was fun too every time i come up here and talk to you guys i have the most fun and i would love to hear your voices so you all know what to do y'all can get in touch with me anytime you like thank you for letting my heart flow to your ears as it always do and until next time we meet and continue this i don't get it series stay blessed oh and by the way i love you bye Brothers and sisters, thank you for tuning into the Organic Honey Podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Friday. Find it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. Also, check me out on Wisdom for live sipping chats. Feel free to rate, comment, follow, and subscribe to the show as well. Thank you for allowing my heart to flow to your ears. Until next time, stay blessed.